All right, welcome to Kitchen Open Late, the podcast from the back of house. I'm Chef Frosty. And I'm Chef Kwanzaa. So, uh, I don't know if this counts as story time or not, but recently enough was the uh, the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was a thing that happened. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and I had to work during the Super Bowl. I don't work Sundays. I know that. <laughs> uh, and the place I work at, doesn't have a lot on the menu, but one of the things it does very, very well is wings mm-hmm. on Super Bowl Sunday. Right. So as you can imagine, we were some definition of busy. Right. Now, everyone going into this week was freaking out because we are a place that sells good wings and it's going to be Super Bowl Sunday. Right. I was not scared at all. Mm-mm. And that's not me trying to say, like, I'm the shit. And I'm really confident. Sure. It's just like, yo, if all you got to do is wings. Yeah. If yeah. that's the only thing that we're really concerned about selling a lot of, there's nothing really to worry about. Yeah. We no. just don't run out of wings. Yeah. And as long as we've got enough wings ahead of time to make a bunch of wings ahead of time. And sauce. And sauce and shit. Yeah. yeah. It's like, we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, it was totally fucking cool. Okay. Like, no issue at all. Was it really busy? It was not. I mean, no. okay, so. Sure. Back in the day when you and I worked at the club together. Yeah. We're, and it was a holiday. Yeah. Like, and we're, so, you know, that place could hold, like, what, 200 people or some shit at one yeah. time? And you're turning tables over, so you're throughout the day doing, like, 600 covers. Yeah. Of a complicated cook-from-scratch menu? Mm-hmm. No, it's not busy. <laughs> Okay, what I mean by was it busy? Like, um, was it busy was it for them? Full? Yeah, I mean, at different points throughout the day, it got yeah, to full. Capacity. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there were lines and stuff like that. Like out the door? Uh not out the door, but mm. to the door certainly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I remember at one point one of the guys was like, "Hey, man, like this is going really well. Like, you're real fast." I'm like, "I'm reading the ticket, asshole." <laughs> if you're working on ticket X, mm. I'm reading ticket Y. Mm-hmm. But the, the moral of this whole thing is just it reinforces my belief that the smaller, more concise, and good your menu is, yeah. the better it's going to be received mm-hmm. overall. Yeah. Like, we had a lot of people there who were doing things, and, like, obviously we had a lot of guests, but, like, nobody left unhappy. Mm-hmm. Like, there was, like, I've always said that. Just be really, really good at, like, seven things. Wasn't, like, chicken coop running out of chicken? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> we did not run out of chicken. Well, actually, that's not true. Within the first half an hour, mm-hmm. we, quote-unquote, ran out of wings. Right. Because there weren't enough ready to go to serve people right that second. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I was trying to expo for a while, but it was it, at a certain point, it's like, okay, <sighs> I'll be the guy who's making wings. Yeah. I don't like being in this position because I want to dictate the flow a little bit, but me being in this position yeah. is letting me dictate the flow <laughs> a lot better than me expoing because I'm still just dragging on motherfuckers. Yeah. I'm like, hey, I need three fries. Five minutes later, I'm like, God, oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay, just get off this station. All of just you, move. go home. Just move. <laughs> I mean, at one point I said to somebody, I was like, hey, you being like one other guy could really do a day like today. And he mm. was like, um... Don't don't tell the owners that. I'm like, look, I'm not suggesting it. I'm just saying. You're telling me you can't? Like, you you me while the guy in a cashier couldn't do this? Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? I think we'd be fine. It's not that we couldn't. So I don't want to. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I'm fine with that. Right. I'm just saying, you know, I always go into days like that like it's the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like, it's game day for us, too. Yeah. You know? 
Like we're having a little bit of fun. Like it feels like battle or sports or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, <laughs> and the only other thing is uh, I've learned every kitchen I ever go into, I'm just like, man, I've got such a better tolerance for heat than all of you guys. Because <laughs> everyone's like, oh, man, it's hot today. I'm like, I'm a little cold. <laughs> right. I'm a little cold. A little cold. I'm wearing a short sleeve shirt. I'm a little cold. <laughs> not going to lie. It could be hotter. It could be much, it could be much hotter. hotter. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, Super Bowl Sunday in the restaurant business mm-hmm. always, uh, always a good time. Mm-hmm. I was trying to remember if there were any interesting. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, there were customer interactions mm-hmm. from the Super Bowl. Uh, so after like the Super Bowl starts, we die, of course, because everyone wants to get their shit and then go home. Right. So, but we had a few customers come in every once in a while, and at one point. We had a guy come in. He ordered some food. Okay, fine. Everything's good so far. We're empty. We are completely empty. He's the only customer in the restaurant. At all. Entirely. So, he orders his food. He goes around to where the pickup would be. I get his food all ready to go. I go to the pickup area. And I'm staring right at him. And I say, Joe? Joe? Joe! <laughs> He's like, oh, uh, my name's Joey. I'm like, mm, that's mm, fine. Sure. I don't mind you even correcting me. Mm-hmm. I'm not upset that you're walking up to me and telling me this. Mm-hmm. I'm upset that you're the only one in here. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't care if your name is Slagathor. <laughs> Oh. You gotta understand con- and you're not on your phone, you're not like right. distracted. You're you know. looking right at me calling your name. Mm-hmm. Don't be that person. You know what? You know what? Here we go. Here goes my devil's advocate for that. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I got. Yep. Um he didn't know if someone might have been in the bathroom. That's fair. Yep. Maybe you were just hollering for Joe that was in the bathroom. Sure. Because he goes by Joey. Sure. <laughs> that is such, such and such and such. such a thing. Yeah. My favorite other thing is when I I can't always I even sometimes they don't take the name mm-hmm. sometimes I don't know how to pronounce the name so mm-hmm. I don't want to guess at it and get it wrong so I'll just call out what they ordered mm-hmm. and then they walk up to me and they say is this that and mm-hmm. I say yes and then they have that moment of like what did I order <laughs> I'm like it's been two minutes <laughs> and then I then I show them the ticket yeah. and they're like uh, I'm just no 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 we're not doing that today. <laughs> this is clearly yours. <laughs> I know oh, I'm man. the one that took your order. <laughs> yes. I'm the only person interacting with you yeah. this whole time, man. I know this is yours. Mm. You're looking at it. Just take your food. Just take it. I, I will say there are times where I forget my order. I mean, I forget a lot of things, so... So yeah. it's like when I'm wearing like a, a graphic tee, so I'm like, oh, nice shirt. And I have to look down. I'm like, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's been times like, oh, did I did I order that? But it's been at least like 10 minutes. I'm in the middle of a conversation. Right. Yeah. Sure. Like there's yeah, that's... other context going on. I don't necessarily mind if someone forgets their order. Mm-hmm. But how much convincing do I have to do to <laughs> make you take your food? Not, not much. <laughs> it shouldn't be that much. No. <laughs> oh, man. So... To all our listeners in the kitchen, I don't know. I'm fine with it. Uh, 
Today is a, uh, a a slightly different episode. Hmm. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be doing a bit of a review uh, of the movie The Menu. Oh, so good! So before we get into this at all, if you haven't seen The Menu mm-hmm. and you don't want any spoilers, mm-hmm. now is a great time to leave. I'm not saying we're gonna ruin the entire movie every no. every second of it, but we're gonna probably talk about the ending. We're gonna talk about most of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, for those of you who don't know anything about the menu, uh, it stars Voldemort as a chef. And uh, Is it Voldemort? Voldemort, yeah, oh, okay. you can't tell because of the nose, <laughs> right? But he's got that Voldemort red dragon. He's just really good at playing creepy. Wait, is he red dragon too? He's red dragon. What? Yeah, Ray Fines. Cool. Right? Okay. <laughs> so Voldemort's a chef, uh-huh. and uh, Beast from X-Men First Class is, like, super into his food, so mm-hmm. he goes to this restaurant to try this luxurious, fancy menu, and he brings his maybe girlfriend, uh, um, One Night in Soho yeah. actress. <laughs> I'm um, going to call her Soho for the rest of the movie, unless her name pops up in someone's head. I think her name is Anya something or another um, from The Queen's Gambit, if anyone's yeah. seen that on Netflix. We'll call her Gambit. That's fine. Cool. <laughs> Might as well call her Rogue, but no, right? Gambit. <laughs> so, Beast takes Gambit mm-hmm. to Voldemort's restaurant. <laughs> Let's see that movie. Right? <laughs> that's effectively the plot of this movie. Going into it, that's all you'd really need to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I kind of heard it was like a dark comedy. Right, yeah. Uh, it went different than I expected it to. No, yeah. It, it was a dark comedy, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I would absolutely agree with that. So if you've seen The, the, the Room... Sorry, I was going to say The Room. <laughs> if you've seen The Menu, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully this review you can uh, relate to. Right. If you haven't, and you just, then you have no desire to watch it, and you're mm. just curious to hear some chefs talk about a, may, a movie about food, yeah, uh, then this is for you. But again, spoiler warning: after this moment, uh, it's your fault. Your fault. Yep. You're the customer. Yep. Yeah, I know what you're ordering <laughs> at this point. Uh, so, a couple things. I wrote notes because hmm. you know I'm like that. I will uh, say I may have been wrong. And maybe we should have watched and paused and talked and maybe next time we might do that. We'll try yeah. that next time and yeah. see what happens. Yeah, I'm down to do that. This is a this is this is the podcast from the back of house, right? Yeah. We're not supposed to be polished. <laughs> Y'all are getting the raw ingredients here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, baby, I like it raw. <laughs> yeah, baby, I like it raw. <laughs> so, uh. The chef, Voldemort, mm-hmm. has uh, basically an entire island dedicated to this restaurant. Right. That's kind of how the movie opens. It's so cool. It's awesome. Yeah. Like, straight up, regardless of anything else in the movie, I want that. Yeah. I want an entire island where I'm raising cows mm-hmm. and sheep and all sorts of you stuff. you got a great waterfront. Right? A garden. Like, yeah. every natural ingredient mm-hmm. that I could possibly have access to... While also owning, like, a big compound on an island? Yeah. That is awesome. Did you see near the end, um, they showed a wall of basically all the, the seasonings that he had? Yeah, yeah. yeah. At first, I couldn't tell what it was if it was just, like, a, like a painting on the wall or some right. type of mural. Then I realized, like, those are all completely different seasonings. And yep. there was at least 100? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, God, just the... So this movie talks a lot about, like nature and mm-hmm. how nature 
just left to its own devices is kind of perfect. Yep. And people getting in the way of it kind of fucks up nature. And I could not agree more with that. I wish I would have broken down the quote that Beast had said about how his about how everything else in the world like doesn't matter like you know football players artists and oh, all that yeah, stuff oh yeah yeah and now he's cooking with life itself and the, the uh, transition between like death yeah like the, the elements of life and death mm-hmm. or what he's using to make right as for his, his ingredients art or whatever yeah, his art. yeah. oh yeah the the one statement that he's seen he saw him plate like a a muscle oh, or a, a scallop that scallop. was still alive? Yeah. yeah, like on its dying twitch or something like that, which would be cool. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I, I don't want to get super fucking philosophical here. That's <sighs> all the movie is. I mean, that's really all the movie is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I completely, like, I don't fancy myself as, like, an artist who's playing with God's canvas or anything like <laughs> right, that. Right, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, there is something about, like, just taking nature mm. and... Like, eating is the only social thing we do that is a requirement for living. I'll, I'll come back to that. Yeah, yeah. I'm still I mean, it. like, we can do social things that we can sleep together. We can yeah. fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, we can whatever, go mm-hmm. for walks or things like that. Uh, you know, drinking and things like that. But, like, eating is, like, you have to do it to live. <laughs> And it becomes a very social... Mm-hmm. It's just evolved that way over mm-hmm. millions of years. And that's right. awesome. You go out to eat when you go on dates. Right. You know, yeah, exactly. You know. And so, yeah, taking the elements of nature around you and using them and making them into something that you can consume that will help you live mm-hmm. is pretty fucking awesome. And that's one of the reasons I like cooking. I like it to be an extension of who I am, mm-hmm. giving you... Something, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and during the movie, there was a quote about, like, consuming an entire ecosystem at one point. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that is so cool. And that's such a unique thing that we can do. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you take a scallop out of the sea and you serve it with seaweed and, you know, bits of the ocean that yeah. are frozen that melt and yeah. season the dish or whatever. And, you know, sea salt and, you know, all these other little things. And you make a, you know... a sauce from whatever and just you know all the 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 shells and stuff like that you make a little rich seafood sauce like it's just it's everything in one ecosystem yeah together to consume right (laughs) and that's amazing that's really amazing to me um i i think i think we should that should be on the list of things that we want to try to make Maybe not as fancy. The entire menu from the menu? I mean, sure, that's what you want to do. I mean, we're gonna it's gonna get weird. <laughs> well, obviously. I do want the uh the mess. The mess was a good one. The mess was a good one. <laughs> we don't need to be as dramatic. Right? So there's only a few things there's only a few um menu items that we'll go into detail with. There's mm-hmm. a few that we will absolutely not spoil for you. Like the mess. Like the mess. Mm-hmm. The mess. <laughs> Remember that for when you watch this movie, mm-hmm. which is so much better than it has any right to be. Yeah. Uh, also, so I'm not sure if it still exists or not. I'm pretty sure it does. But there's a there was a uh, restaurant in California called the French Laundry, hmm. where it's basically like every it's, it's almost exactly that. Every menu is different. Mm-hmm. It's all customized for the guests and stuff right. like that. You know, it's all coursed out. It's all very small things. You know, the the chef in the kitchen has, like, total reverence. 
they grow their vegetables and shit on the property, huge wine cellar. It's just this crazy thing. And it reminded me of that right. a lot. Voldemort's restaurant reminded me of the French <laughs> yeah. Laundry a lot. Um, I don't go out of my way to have those types of experiences very often, but when those types of experiences are present, mm-hmm. when it's like a, truly a once-in-a-lifetime, this will be a meal. I mean, it's like listening to a... I don't know if I'm going to go to the opera mm-hmm. or go watch a pianist, mm-hmm. but if it's like I can literally have an experience with somebody at the highest level of their art form, right? no matter what it is, I'll watch the greatest ping-pong player play ping-pong. Yeah. Like... Anybody, I'll watch it or experience it, however it can be experienced. Experience, right. Um, yeah, I'll do that once, anytime. Yeah, watching someone that's the top of whatever it is that they do is an amazing feat, regardless of whatever that is. Right. Well, it's like the, you know, it's like uh, sushi restaurants. Sushi restaurants mm-hmm. where you know the chef is you know had to be an apprentice for fucking forty years and <laughs> yeah. like had to make sushi out of his kneecap or whatever and. <laughs> You know, just had to train so, so long. And, right. you know, you spend, you know, hundreds of dollars or whatever mm-hmm. on a meal. And, it's, you know, you sit in front of him. You're the only ones there. And it's just this whole thing. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll try that. Again, it's paying for the experience, right. not necessarily the food. Yeah. Um, and I'm all for, you know, paying for the experience. Bless, Bless you. you. Thank you. Um, that hurts so much to contain. So I got a question for you. Yeah. Uh, Voldemort in this movie. Yeah. Does he remind you of me at all, or does or does Beast remind you of me? So Beast's character Mm -hmm. in this movie, he I even know if I'm sure he had a name. It was like Tyler or something like that. Uh, But Beast, Mm -hmm. uh, who. For a good chunk of it, I would have considered to be the main character, kind of. Sure. Uh, he's really into going to this restaurant and yep. trying this food. He's like... Super fanboy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a foodie through and through. Right. Which, I don't love foodies <laughs> on a personal level. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but, hey, you know, if, if you're into it, who cares? Like, my, my stance is always, whatever you're into, as long as it's not hurting people, be into it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, um, as far as him comparison between you and Beast goes, I could see like if Voldemort was like Marco. Oh yeah, you Marco Pierre White. Yeah, Marco Pierre right, or or even like uh, Bourdain. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Right. Either one of those, I would be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, this is what he did. This he did. This type of apprenticeship. Yeah. Like, I could see me being Gambit and yep. you know you being Beast yeah. and you're telling me all his you know exquisite accomplishments and sure. all that good type of stuff and like the technique he's using in the dishes that were getting served to us I could see that I'm not gonna lie if Marco Pierre White made me a grilled cheese sandwich and then stepped on it I would be <laughs> thrilled to eat it he would. I, w- I would I would be so grateful he could throw it onto a pile of dog crap and step on it, and I would still be like, thank you, Chef. I appreciate <laughs> thank you, chef. all you've done for me. Thank you, Chef. I'm so sorry that my my pathetic mouth is not enough, is not worthy enough to sample not only your cooking, but the power of your greatness stepping upon it into the feces of your prestigious canines. I am so sorry, Chef. Yeah. 
I don't know if he would have like a prestigiously bred dog. No, he wouldn't. No. Absolutely not. He's not that type of person. No, no. I watched him get excited about a donkey once. Right, exactly. Yeah. That and his love for pigs, right? Yeah, oh, he loves pigs. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, so early on in the movie, maybe like 20, 30 minutes in, something like that, Gambit. Queen's mm-hmm. Gambit character girl, mm-hmm. uh, Anya. Anya. Uh, I think that's her name. Yeah. Gambit. <laughs> she looks over at Chef Voldemort, and he's like staring at her with like a. Stir- it's meant to be like a stern, evil, foreboding look. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like, oh, maybe there's something maniacal about him. Yeah. Both of us are just like it's just kind of how a chef looks. <laughs> yeah, just kind of chef face, just resting chef face. It's just neutral face, <laughs> honestly. It doesn't. He doesn't look. He's smiling at you at all. That's a, yeah. <laughs> seems like he's pretty okay. Yeah, it wasn't. There was no frown. I, it was just a normal resting face. Yeah. <laughs> that we tend to have. Oh God, I've been accused so many times mm. of just looking angry yeah. all the time. <laughs> By you and other people. <laughs> I've gotten used to it. I understand where you're at. Yep. <laughs> Even now, like mm-hmm. people are like, hey, you okay, man? Right. I'm like, yeah, I'm great. Why? Well, you just look so angry. Oh, that's just the way my face looks now. I'm See, sorry. For for me, it's when I'm focused or concentrated. Yeah. Because I have a resting, smiling face. Right. So if I'm ever focused and not smiling, people are like, are you okay? Yep. <laughs> Is what's going on? And I'll look up surprised. I'm like, wait, what's happening? <laughs> like, no, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> no, I think the same thing for me. I, I, don't, I think my resting face is pretty neutral. Yeah. But if I'm thinking at all, uh-huh. I look very angry. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I apologized to one of the guys I worked with yesterday because uh, he was like, ironically enough, he was like, "Hey, man, I like working with you. This is fun." I'm like, "Thank you. <laughs> uh, I know I can be a little intense." Mm-hmm. On the line, he's like, "No, like, your communication's appreciated." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I don't want to come off like a hard ass <laughs> or anything like that." It's right. just sometimes when you're in the kitchen and you gotta get your point clear, you just gotta say it loudly and clearly, <laughs> right? So, loudly and very short, <laughs> right? I need this. How long? Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got to that point of the podcast. Frosty quotes. <laughs> He's like, hey, I got chicken two minutes out. Yes? Yes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I know. I don't make anyone say yes, chef, by the way. <laughs> no, never. I, I'm personally not. It's weird being called chef. <laughs> I feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, like we were talking earlier, um, you've earned that title kind of like a doctor who's gotten their doctorate earns being called doctor. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I read an article not long ago about somebody saying why the term chef should not be applied, how doctor is applied, or how sir is applied to someone who's knighted, or, you know, anything along those lines. Really? Because, like, I mean, I get the argument. If you're a graphic designer, you're not going to be like, I am graphic designer Michael. Sure. Like, you don't, like, I never went to culinary school. Yeah, that is I don't true. have a degree in the true. culinary arts. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who haven't done that. Mm-hmm. Like my father has gone to culinary school. Mm-hmm. He's been a head chef for a long time. That title to me for him makes sense. Yes. For me, as a cook, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily find it to be applicable for me all the time. Yeah. I get introduced a lot as chef. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of like having something that can precede my name in the same way like doctor or sir or whatever, you know, uh, that's 
fun because there's not a lot of other things that could I'm never going to be a doctor I'm never going to be a knight mm-hmm. so you could be director sure yeah, yeah I guess mm-hmm. uh, but how often do you hear oh, this is director Scorsese like <laughs> sure right I mean after a certain point their reputation just kind of precedes them sure in a way that director is no longer necessary yeah and I, I would say um, I agree with how you feel about like your father like he's kind of gone the route to earn that title you know in a I don't want to say a legal way but like an official way yeah sure and to me like let's keep with like the doctor theme say you go to school and get your doctorate you become a doctor yeah let's say you're out in the field and you just are a field medic because you're just good at this craft right I would still consider you a doctor sure because you've honed this through hardship yeah yeah, that's fair and that's how I kind of view you as a chef Okay, I'll take I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. Uh, yeah, I the last three or four jobs I've had uh, without any prompting, people just. I mean, yeah. I even know if some of the people I work with right now know my name. <laughs> they just call you chef. They just call me chef. I believe that. Uh, I mean, you saw that last yeah. night when you came in. <laughs> That's weird. Again, you're new, right? <laughs> you're the newest one on staff. Yes, I've been there for a month, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> But no one's come after you. Not, I mean, we had that one dude who came. Uh, oh, and left. Came in his dress shoes. Yeah, <laughs> that that is beast in this movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. That he guy, was sure. A, he was a chef, uh-huh. not a cook. Sure. Yeah. 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 yeah that's yeah. fair. He knew all the stuff and all that. Good right. Stuff. He yeah. was a foodie, right. but he had no idea what he was doing in the kitchen. Oh yeah. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You gotta. You gotta have. I mean, that's the thing right there. Super Bowl was not a challenge hmm. because I've seen it so many times. Right. I've seen it now for damn near 28 years or whatever it is. Right. I mean, just seen it, mm-hmm. been aware of it, mm-hmm. participated in it certainly for right. 20 of yeah. those years probably. I mean, yeah, that'd be about right. Yeah, that would be about right for you. So, like, yeah, it's it's no, you know. I've got maybe like a decade and a half. Yeah. yeah. Once you once you play the game a few times, it's like, mm-hmm. ah, yeah, this is fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take a lot to rattle me, <laughs> right? Like, I, you know, I'm like Batman. I was just gonna say, typically you don't get rattled in a situation like that unless you weren't able to control your setup. I want prep play. time for you it. You want prep time? Yeah, right? even yeah. if that's only a day. Mm-hmm. If I got 24 hours of prep time, mm-hmm. I'll make it work. Right, make it happen. Uh, if I have zero prep time, I can still make some magic happen. Right. You and I have. <laughs> Proven that over the years. And uh, that definitely shoots us in the foot. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse than when you pull something out of your ass one time. Yep. And now that's the new expectation. Yep. That is the... Uh, that's the that's how it's going to be for the rest of your life. That's mm-hmm. why I try not to do it very often. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I could do it. I don't want to. But I could make this happen. Just this time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you remember that thing you did? No, I don't. Nope. Nope. Let's pretend I never did it. Yeah. How's that? So at one point, Beast's character uh, in the menu said uh, that the mouthfeel of something was laughably good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, please, please tell me I'm not like that. <laughs> at least most of the time. If I'm impressed by something, I can accept it. Mm. But I really hope I'm not just like, oh, the, yeah. the way would, this dances this upon my palate. <laughs> Because uh, what, what did they eat? Was that the... That was at the 
during the boat scene when they were coming in, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they had like the caviar and... Oh, yeah, it was like a... Clam or I think it was oyster? an oyster or a clam or something along the yeah. Some type of shell food. Yeah. Because she was like, oh, I would have just appreciated it. clam. I really love clams. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, no, no, you don't understand. Right. <laughs> like, okay. I mean, I again, that's where I feel like her in this situation, where I'm like, yeah, that was great. Caviar is not really my thing. Just give me the clam. I love those. Right. <laughs> no, but you're not exquisite enough to understand. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like I know a lot of people right now who, some are in the restaurant business, some are not. Mm-hmm. Majority of them, if they are in the restaurant business, are front of house. Mm-hmm. Who would be like, "Oh, this is a fancy thing. I feel a way about that." Yeah, as I've said many times on this podcast, chefs aren't that hard to impress. No, not not at all. And that's that's why I love the ending of this. Oh, we'll absolutely. Get to it. We'll get to the yeah. ending. Absolutely, but it was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, the ending spoke to me in a very particular way, but mm-hmm. we're not there yet. Not there yet. We're getting yet. there. <laughs> but yeah, man, you show up with a with a. With a bag of just greasy cheeseburgers at the end yeah. of a long night, right? Every cook's gonna be happy, <laughs> except for that one cook who's like, "I only eat the fine and yeah, yeah." Is this, this I could is, make a better, better blend. This is like, not okay. a wagyu meat burger. It's like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's a free ass cheeseburger in my mouth right now, right. so I'm pretty happy about that. Right. I mean, you threw me a box of chicken bits. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been happy about that. Tell. Oh. Ah <laughs> oh, man. Uh one thing I will say that. I guess plays into my douchey foodie side a little bit. Huh. I like the way this movie's presented. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of transitions in this movie where they kind of just cut to a scene of nature yeah. or something, and then they tell you what's next on the menu. Right. That and then they show cool. you the preparation of the food. Mm-hmm. There was a lot. I mean, like, whoever made this movie, I feel like has some reverence for... Food, at least? Or had a great consultant for it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. somebody in this movie cares about food a yeah, lot. really, really knows that craft. Yeah, because <laughs> the way it's presented is very... High fashion food? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's very pretty. Yeah. It's very, like... Gorgeous. It, it made me hungry. Gorgeous plates. Not even gonna lie, we took an admission during this movie to go to Burger <laughs> King. Because I was like, bro, I'm fucking hungry as shit. <laughs> and again... <laughs> We could have gone to the grocery store and bought something fancy and uh-huh. made a fancy meal to eat during this movie. Fuck no. Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. We're going to Burger King or we're going to burgers. <laughs> right. Uh, I do have a question about, um, like, when it comes to fancy course meals like that, yeah. I, is there, how do I want to put this? Like, are, are, like, say you got a five-course meal. Yep. Are there, like, sub-names for these? Like, the first one's the appetizer. The sure. next one's a, I don't know, the, the middle one's the main dish. And then you've got, like... I mean, it would depend on how it's coursed out and yeah. what it's doing, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, with a menu like this, I would say everything is just the course that it is. Uh-huh. There are appetizers. There are, you know, palate cleansers. There right. are, you know, amuse-bouche. Which is just meant to, uh, it's kind of like an appetizer, just meant okay. to get you hungry, amuse the taste buds, as it were. I got you. Uh, you know, you could have a course that's just a charcuterie board. Uh, charcuterie board. Charcuterie. Charcuterie. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Charcuterie. <laughs> a shark in a tree? Got it. Yeah, a shark tree. <laughs> uh, 
you know, you could, you know, there's dessert courses, there's, you know, it's like silverware, you know? Mm. Like there's the fucking caviar spoon Jeez. and the salad fork and the this knife and all. It's just like, like, I haven't brushed up on it in a long time. Mm. I certainly could, right. but uh, I'd be to answer your to question, learn. yeah. Yeah. Everything would probably have a very specific right. title depending on the thing. And I know most of this was to tell a certain story. Sure. Which was cool. Well, I mean, I, I again, I like that in my dining experiences. I feel like if you're really cooking with passion, you are telling a story with the food. Mm-hmm. You're just telling your story. Uh, you know, I mean, I, the things I think about cooking for people are going to be very unique to me and my history. Mm-hmm. If, I, if someone said, cook me something to impress me that is important to you, yeah, you know. Uh, even if I pulled the recipe out of a book, there's going to be a reason I picked that recipe. Right. It could be a Marco Pierre White recipe. It could be, right. you know, a recipe from my dad. Mm-hmm. It could be any number of things, really. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's it's all about the the journey, you know. Uh, that's why every once in a while I need to escape into nature and get some woods mm-hmm. in me, mm-hmm. just so I can feel that connection again, you know. Sure. Or yeah. like like you know. I agreed with this movie in that point as well. I, I brought this up earlier about eating the entire ecosystem yeah. or whatever. But, you know, if you're going to cook something, cooking with ingredients related to the environment that it lives in tends to work out pretty well. Okay. Uh, you know, whatever an animal eats, whatever it lives nearby, whatever it interacts with. Picking up herbs and yeah, such. Yeah, like those from... are going to typically work together. Yeah. You know. Uh, Just because it's already... Like more or less pre-seasoned in it, kind of. Yeah, I mean, it's just the environment creates the dish in, mm-hmm. in a way. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I don't know. Like, I guess you wouldn't typically see fish served with desert plants very often. But if you had like a you know a rattlesnake, a at, you tilapia know, plate, right? <laughs> I mean, I guess those are two proteins, but I mean, you can have a dueling protein. You know, no. it's surf and turf, kind of, but you're not going to huh. see that combination a whole lot. Right. I can pull into mind. You know, I mean, rabbit with like cactus troya and certain things like that would make sense. Rabbits live in this type of environment. So would because I almost feel like that's a like a good idea because it's not right. Yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to play around with those types of things. Yeah, like a, I mean. That's kind of where you get fusion cuisines from, hmm. you know, specific things done in another culture's way or another region's way or whatever. Right. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of good places around here. Uh, little plug of the day, uh, Del Sol Tacos. It's, uh, I'm pretty sure it's like a Korean taco fusion place. Okay. Real good. Good shrimp and stuff in there, too. Let me down to try that. Yeah, it's down in the city. It's quite good. If you're ever in Chicago and you're looking for a place to eat, Del Sol Good fusion tacos. Pretty. I mean, the last time I went there, they were affordable as well. Huh. That may have changed now. <laughs> How long has it been? Years? A couple of years. Okay. I used to live down there. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, now we've done our plug of the day, tip of the day. If you want to find a really good place to eat in a city, I'm almost stealing this from Anthony Bourdain. Just hang out with locals, drink with locals, ask the chefs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where do you eat? <laughs> I remember one time I was, I was serving at a restaurant and... Uh, they're so, extra cabbie, but there's not. Is taxis going out of business? That's not this. <laughs> not not topic for this. this taxis podcast. are still around. <laughs> but I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> and someone was like, 
hey, uh, can you recommend a good burger? I'm like, oh, yeah, the place down the street does a fucking great burger. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I, I meant from here. I'm like, I would recommend a salad. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen where these burgers come from, so no, I wouldn't recommend a good burger from here. I mean, the burger I had was pretty good. I enjoyed that. I mean, that's because I got to control that burger. That's, that's fair. <laughs> if I'm not ordering the meat mm-hmm. and I see where it comes from, eh, you'd be surprised how many good burger places get preformed frozen-ass patties. Oh. Especially if they're known for their burgers. Yeah. Ugh. Oh. That's, I, that's upsetting. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> if you're going to be a burger place that's known for its burgers mm-hmm. and you're getting cases of frozen meat, no. Uh, I mean, I. For, so there's two parts of me that feel the way about that. From a I gotta make it standpoint, mm-hmm. great. I don't give a fuck. Right, absolutely. But from a I want a good ass burger standpoint, real disappointed. <laughs> I mean, Wendy's has always got that fresh, never frozen right. meat thing, which is true. Sure. Right? From working at Wendy's, it's only. They, they do come pre, like, sliced or whatever. Yeah. And packaged. Um, but it's. It's cooled. It's always in a cooler. It's never frozen. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you you do you. I mean, you know, again, you want a good experience, just ask the cooks, where do you go to eat? Yeah. <laughs> you might not get the fanciest experience to be able to get the best food. Mm-hmm. Or at least consistent food. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. probably the best. <laughs> probably good food. So if a cook's going to go out of his way to recommend something, yeah, it's going to be good. And just trust them. I mean, straight up. How many times have you been to 7-Eleven and gotten some good-ass food? Yeah, exactly. Like, I tell even, people about their pizza all the time. Their pizza's good. Their taquitos <laughs> are good. Bro, I was there the other day. They had like a it was like a hot dog egg roll. It was like a chili cheese dog, effectively, in an egg roll. Yeah. I've Bro, seen that. Oh, get yeah, it. I haven't gotten it yet. Get it? I like their wings, too. Their wings are pretty yeah. good. Especially when they're fresh. Right? Fuck. Bro. Or like <laughs> Jewel, our local, uh, local grocery store. Mm-hmm. They're fried chicken. Yeah. It's some of the best fried chicken. So good. <laughs> like, get it, sit out, sit out behind the store and right? eat it. <laughs> Don't knock it till you try it, man. That's all right. I'm saying, man. Like, you know, the, the best experiences mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, production value might not always be the best experiences from a food value. Right. Which is kind of what this movie's about in a weird way. Weird way, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a, a moral to the entire movie. It really is. But... Again, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, so share share some of your thoughts as far as the movie goes. Yeah. Um, I do. I do really enjoy the island aspect. It reminds me of a scene in Food Wars. Ah, uh, sure. Um, where the kids are doing their tests, and one of them takes place in a little farm area, and the teacher's like, "Make me a dish with these ingredients." And they're like, "What ingredients?" And she points outside, like everything on this island you can use. And a lot of people went to the stream and started fishing and stuff like that. Someone went and got, like, duck eggs. There was rabbits out there. Oh, yeah. Like, it was a lot of... It's it's, it's cool to see the environment actually being used. Yeah. And that's that's one of the things I really liked about this. Especially, like, with the uh, oyster dish. Oh, yeah. When he's serving the ecosystem, like, the oysters right. sitting on a rock. And as, as dumb as I think, like, plate setups are... Yep. They were gorgeous. Oh, absolutely. They were such beautiful little plate setups. It's interesting. So the first course, effectively, is mm-hmm. an oyster served on a rock with a with seaweed salad kind of around it. All mm-hmm. ingredients from the local ocean. Yeah. And there was a big speech about nature being pure. Yeah. I just found it ironic that that was probably the most precise, used tweezers to get everything perfect yeah. plate that mm-hmm. there was. 
I'm sh- my interpretation is that look how much effort we have to go through to recreate something that already exists. Yeah, I can give you that. Um, it could also just be ironic, you know. <laughs> right. And uh, they, oh god, they were so precise with like this. This leaf from this bunches of leaves go here, and then you have they had like three different bunches of different type of like seaweed or flora yeah. that they were putting on precise places around this rock to make it seem like this this big thing. It was so dumb as far as fancy food goes. Like I, this is why I wouldn't be the one to really take to a fancy place unless we got like free tickets or something right. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Because they were getting served the smallest portions. Right. Yes, it looked very beautiful. Yes, there was a story with it. All this greatness, but I'm hungry. Right. No, we're getting cheeseburgers <laughs> after this, absolutely. Before and after. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, two things. Yeah. One, if anyone out there fancy is listening to this for whatever reason, yeah. uh, and you want us to come check out your fancy restaurant and you know, give you some feedback or just you know, share it with the world, hmm. yeah, invite us. Yeah, Chef Frosty and Chef Kwanzi, less tasted at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, check out our YouTube channel, check out our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything, anywhere you want to reach out to us, feel free. If you want us to come and dine with you, we'll we'll be more than happy to do so. I'm always down for the experience, and I'll always find something positive to say about it. Yeah, absolutely. As much as I, I and I think that gives me somewhat of a unique point of view. Yeah. Like, I can say the things I don't like about it, but I'm always open to an experience. Yeah. I would love someone to change my mind about something. Absolutely. <clears throat> the second thing is, I enjoy a good plate presentation, hmm. but I like to embrace the chaos of how things just naturally end up on the plate. Sure. Like, I tend to just hold my hand above it and just let it drop. Yeah. Yeah, and that is definitely different than when I was trying to like make like precise oh, yeah. stuff. And was like, I don't understand how yours looks so much better, but you're just like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I'm like, eh, eh, eh. And then you have Johnny, the mixture of the two of us, who can just, just effortlessly make things look beautiful. Jeez. Some people just have a gift for that. Yeah, yeah. And Johnny, you absolutely do. <laughs> and I am not one of those. My... Like we talked about earlier, my type of bowl, my type of dish yeah. is just throw everything together. Yeah. And it tastes good. It looks like crap. Right. But it tastes good. As long as it tastes good, that's mm-hmm. all that matters. Yeah. I mean, to a point, sure. Marco Pierre White always says the Mother Nature is the true artist. Mm. And the chef's job is just to present her art to the people. I agree with that. Sure. That's kind of like what the statement was saying yeah. in the menu. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like, I can make a plate look pretty good, mm-hmm. but. That's like the the tenth most important thing. Mm-hmm. It's the number one thing is it's gotta taste good, right? Like it's gotta be nourishing mm. to the human body in some way, right? Um, and you know, getting back to the whole nature thing, that's why I love cooking outside at my cabin so much. Mm. Like, there's nothing more pure to my soul than just like I have a fire, I have just natural ingredients, I have. You know, nothing's got to be fancy. It's just, it's just put it in here. Let's make it taste good. You can taste the environment, the fire, the smokiness, all that. It's just great. So I don't know what I would bring to this experience, but I think me, you, and John need to go out hunting. Oh, yeah. And then we need to prepare the food from the hunt. That sounds like a great idea. Right. I mean, you are the chef. He's the hunter. I'm there. You can eat it. <laughs> I can eat it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm down with that. Right? <laughs> and the, the, the best part is... The meat will be pre-tenderized because John will punch it in the face. <laughs> punch it in the face, yeah. <laughs> so real quick story time. I don't know if we ever told this story, but I think so. Johnny, our buddy, mm-hmm. is 
a hunter. He's got the license and all that shit. He likes yeah. to go out and do it, which I'm not the biggest hunter on the planet. It's real dark. It's real cold. <laughs> it's real early. That's yeah. a lot for me. You got to stand around for hours to maybe miss a shot. Right. <laughs> I'll do some fishing. That's fine. But I mean, I will. I mean, I can sit on a boat with a pole and some lemonade and just be happy for a few hours. That's sure. great. Uh, but one time John and his father were out in the, in the nature and they were hunting and they would, were stalking a deer. Mm-hmm. And they, John's father was like, all right, boy, I want you to drive that deer toward me and then I'll shoot it. Mm-hmm. And John's like, okay, pop. <laughs> so he goes around the deer and is stalking up on it. And then the deer, I think my understanding is that the deer became aware of John's presence. Mm-hmm. So John started running, and the deer started running, and John needed a way to force the deer toward his father. Right. So John punches the deer in the face, (laughs) and the deer turns toward John's father. And then moments later, John's father fires a gun in the direction of his son, because that's where the deer is. Right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Needless to say, the deer died, and they ate it. Yes. Yes, John's fine. John's fine. Yeah, everything's good. Everything worked out in the long well, run. Yeah, uh, and that could have been a scene in this movie. Yeah, I would not be surprised if they took them all outside and then somebody just beats a deer to death with right. his bare hands, and then they serve that as the next course. They call it the hunt, right? <laughs> yeah, all of the menu items were uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. The the roasted bone marrow. Yeah, with the with the fillet and the potatoes and all mm-hmm. that, and oh god, that looked so good. Good. And again, I, I haven't had bone marrow, so we're making bone marrow yeah. soon, man. Yeah. It's so good, and it's so simple. Mm-hmm. Just the simplest things. Things just taste good by themselves. I hate. I hate. As much as we've talked about going to fancy places and shit, I hate overdone things. Uh-huh. Like I don't need. And that's the thing. Nothing in the menu was really overdone. No. It was maybe overplated. Sure. But I wouldn't say anything was overcomplicated. No. Like, I don't need fucking a chicken that's been dissected 19 different ways mm. and then fucking cured in salt water for 17 months. And Right. You know. Yeah, everything was very... There was, like, two main ingredients and then whatever additives yeah. that was to it. And it was... I, I do love that they showed what was represented in you know the food the yeah. ingredients and everything that was so cool and it's it's so it's such a funny movie yeah I think honestly you have to be a cook to appreciate some of the humor in this movie yeah cause some of the stuff that was happening I'm just like alright whatever <laughs> I'm not sure I'd like really be freaking out about that some of the things sure you should be freaking out that's that's one of the things I loved about Beast <laughs> you're right oh when fucking Beast made so Beast had to be taken into the kitchen to cook at one point cause he's yeah. such a fanboy and he mm-hmm. He makes something. Um, it was lamb with shallots and uh, leeks. leeks. Yeah, and, and butter. And, butter. <laughs> and uh, I think some salt and pepper got added on at the end. And when they do the little menu caption for that, it was called fucking <laughs> Tyler's <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> so good. Oh, what? Oh, I can't remember the whole thing. Like, inedible leek shallot butter sauce. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Undercooked lamb. <laughs> that was good. That was, that was very good. Very rarely do I watch anybody cook and mm-hmm. be like, oh, God. Yeah. But watching that scene was 
physically painful. That was rough. That was rough. Like, I tend to shut up when I'm cooking with my friends. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm just like, I don't care. You're not asking me to impress you. Mm-hmm. You do your thing. But, like, watching someone hold a knife and cut something, I'm just like, oh, my God. I was watching Ike cut the other oh, day. Oh, man. <laughs> and he, he brought up... um. <laughs> Uh, you talking about the way that he cuts, and I was like, "Yeah, uh, was it was it Ike? It was either Ike or Josh. Uh-huh. Ike came. Somebody was cutting, and I was like, this must be what it feels like when someone watches the meat cut.' Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to slip and just take off all your fingers. Yep. Ah <laughs> oh, man, yeah, watching someone. Cu- so there's a there's a guy I like on. Or sorry, let me rephrase that. There's a guy I know about on YouTube. I don't mm-hmm. like him at all. Actually, mm-hmm. I hate his videos. He's he he does a lot of cooking videos. But I just don't like his energy. Uh, and I really didn't – I didn't like him in that, but I didn't care that much until he came out with a video saying effectively you don't need to learn how to cut things. Right. Which is true. Something along the lines of are sh- like chef knife skills important or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, look, man, that's that's absolutely true. If you don't do a lot of cooking, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's fine. But if you if you do cook a lot to the point where you're concerned about knife skills – yeah. Or you're watching this guy's videos where he's teaching you how to cook. Mm. It's not that hard to learn some knife skills and no. it'll just make your job easier at right. the end of the day. Yeah. It'll save your knives probably. It'll save your <laughs> knives. It'll save your fucking fingers. Yeah. Like, just every time you chop an onion, just try. Just mm. practice at it. It's going to be faster than a slap chop for mm. a hell of a lot. <laughs> I forgot that. I was thinking about like, um, oh, kitchen skills aren't necessary it's like yeah that's like saying you don't need to break an egg you have things to break an egg for you right. like it reminds me of those infomercials i mean so. it's like saying you don't need to learn how to change a tire you don't you don't but once you do it and you practice at it you realize this is not hard right and it's a skill set you permanently have now right yeah like again like one afternoon yeah <laughs> like honestly like it's it's not hard to learn i mean just effectively you don't have to be an expert just yeah. relatively well you can do mm-hmm. these Four things. Yeah. You can cut an onion, you can cut a carrot, you know, whatever. It's mm-hmm. going to save you a lot of time. You know how to sear meat in a pan, you're going to have a better mm-hmm. time with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody the other day accused me of getting a pan too hot mm. to sear some meat. Uh, and I was like, no, you're, you're doing this 100% wrong. Right, yeah. You're not searing anything if right. it's not... Because, like, I had the pan way up, and they turned it down. I'm like, all right, well, I don't care. Whatever. We'll do it right, your way. Yeah. So we threw it in there, and, then like, the outside was just fucking gray. And it was basically boiled in oil. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is, uh. <laughs> Searing, like, okay. essentially, is just cooking, like, the surface of something on an extremely high heat. Yeah. Right? More or less, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. when you, If you have a, bo- a ripping hot pan, mm-hmm. and you put... A cold steak into it, mm. that pan's gonna lose a lot of heat really quick. Mm-hmm. So, if you're hotter than you want it to be, when you put the steak in, it's gonna drop it down to the temperature right. it needs to be. Yeah. And people just never—they're always afraid. That's the, that's really what it's all about. Mm. You don't have to be good at anything in the kitchen, but if you're going to do a lot of cooking, you need to learn how to not be afraid of things like yeah. cutting things or searing things or whatever. Mm-hmm. You just have to. Once you do it enough, you trust the process, and it's fine. Yeah. That's the only thing that makes a cook different than a home cook is they've just done it enough that they can – they've practiced it. Yeah. They know they're not afraid. Mm-hmm. They've, you know. uh, so I, I can only remember th- three items now. We had the 
The scallop. Yep. There was the bone marrow. The bone marrow. There was the bullshit. So four, I can remember now. Um, I guess the fifth one was the dessert. So the fourth one was the uh, the thigh. Oh yeah. 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 The yeah. thigh was cool. The the man's what was it? Man's folly. <sighs> yeah, there we go. But that yeah. wasn't the thigh one. Yeah. Nope, that was Taco Tuesday. No. Man's Folly was like a soup or something. No, Man's Folly was... Nope. Stabbing the thigh. Nope, that was... That was Taco Tuesday because he stabbed his dad. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. It was just, that was just a callback later. You're absolutely right. Yep. This all makes sense to anyone who's seen this movie, <laughs> by the way. Taco Tuesday. Oh, Taco Tuesday was the one I yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was cool. That was cool. That was I'd cool. love to know what went on to the tacos. Yeah. A little I, bit more. I didn't really... At that point, the story was just happening too much for me yeah, to really... Yeah, happening a lot. And I didn't remember... Did they show? They did. They did? Yeah. Okay. I just didn't pay attention to it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to go back and look at those. I I'll, intend I'll to rewatch watch this movie, tonight. yeah. <laughs> like, it was a good movie. This, that's what I was going to say. This movie was was much better than I thought it would have been. Mm-hmm. I think it... Like, in, there's not a lot of movies about the restaurant world. Mm-mm. And the ones that exist... A lot of them aren't really good. Right. Uh, they're too focused on one aspect that's not super important. Or, right. Or it know. just doesn't feel real. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy felt like a, a chef. Yeah. It felt like chefs I've seen or worked with or mm-hmm. maybe have been at points in my life. Yeah, this this really... Honestly, I think this movie plays into what we do here yeah. very well. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Surprisingly enough. This was a very good movie to begin <laughs> the reviewing process. Yeah. We're going to talk a lot more about different media concerning the kitchen. Yeah. We might do some reality TV. We might do The Bear Ooh, yeah. from FX. I, I, wanted, watch I haven't watched that all the way through. I've only seen the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course... At some point very soon, we're going to do an in-depth analysis of the greatest restaurant movie ever made, (laughs) Waiting. Waiting, yeah. (laughs) If you haven't seen it, as soon as this podcast is over, just go fucking watch Waiting. It's the most accurate thing I've ever seen. Some of the conversations in that movie have taken place with me and other people in real life, just in different words. Like, it's the most accurate Restaurant movie mm-hmm. thing media I've ever seen, ever, ever in my entire life. Yeah, definitely like an overall thing. Yeah, and I mean honestly, it's applicable to like grocery store workers, mm-hmm. hotel workers, anyone in the service industry. Yeah, I guarantee you, you'll find something in it that you can relate to. At very least, the bad customers. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So. <laughs> We've been spoiling the movie a little bit this whole time, but now is the real we're going to spoil this Yeah. ending talk. Uh-huh. So if you don't want to know anything about the ending, again, now's a great time to leave. But the ending was beautiful. It was beautiful. I, and I love how he's like, I know you're one of us. Yep. I, I know a service industry person yeah. when I see one. I mean, that's yeah. probably the most true thing in that entire movie. Yeah. You recognize uh-huh. the look. You recognize the the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's because it's because of her reaction to everything. I think yeah. she's like, ah, I see, it. whatever. <laughs> right, whatever. This is okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so basically, Voldemort, it turns out, probably got his start in like a you know a burger joint. Yeah. Just like a, a greasy spoon type of burger joint. Mm-hmm. And so the way that 
Gambit chooses to get out of the situation at hand yep. she asks him to make her a good old-fashioned cheeseburger with fries. I mean, she goes into a lot more than just, hey, make me a cheeseburger right. and fries. Basically, she attacked his his pride as a chef. Yeah. And was which, like, I don't like your food, and I'm still hungry. Yep. Make me something worthwhile. Yeah. <laughs> I want a cheeseburger. And honestly, just the way they shoot him making the cheeseburger oh, and the look on his face. It was beautiful. First of all, that cheeseburger looked good as fuck. Too much cheese for me, but yes. Yes, that's fair. <laughs> it's four slices of cheese, bro. That's, a, two that's a good amount of cheese right there. <laughs> oh, but those onions. Ah, oh. uh, right? It was mm. just a good old smash burger. Mm-hmm. Like, I love. Nice medium. It was not smashed to the point where they were like Burger King right. flat. Right. It was smashed enough to get that nice sear. Yep. And it was thick enough to for it still be medium. Yeah. You see those juices squeeze out uh, as soon as he pressed down on the bun. Oh, my goodness. That looked so good. <laughs> so and good. The moral of the whole story to me was just like he rediscovered his love for cooking. Yep. He got to do it one last time. Just yep. really make something like this whole big fancy thing, mm-hmm. this whole fancy restaurant, his fancy titles and prestige and reputation, all of that doesn't matter at all. Compared to just making some good shit that you love to make yep. for somebody who wants this one thing. Yep. And like actually satisfying the customer. Yeah. Yeah. And like you could tell he just had fun with it. Like, yep. ah, the whole thing. And that was the only thing he cooked that entire time. That was the only thing he cooked that entire yep. time. Mm-hmm. And he smiled. Yep. And he took his time with it. Like that that's what being a cook's all about. Yep. Right there. Yep. Just making like God, I like especially with like all the things we just said with the addition of, I know this is going to be the shit. Yeah. I know this <laughs> no, is going to be, gonna be fucking good. great. You're going to love this shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, fucking, you want a burger? I'll make you a fucking burger. Yeah, that's And that's shit. how his response was, right, too. I was like, yeah. yeah, I can make you a damn good burger. I'll make you a burger that's so good, you'd be like the first burger you ever had in your yeah. entire life. Yep, yep. Uh, that, uh, oh, that was... It's such that was such a good ending. That was such a good that ending. Was so good. That was the best way for that to end. Really. Yeah, I mean, th- this movie spoke to me a lot more than I thought it would. Yeah, me too. I thought it was gonna be semi like restaurant stuff. Yeah. Again, we're in spoiler territory, so that's fine. What I thought, because watching the trailer. You see all the customers like run out into the forest. I was like, oh, they're going to be hunting the customers and then serving them to the other customers. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah. That is not what happened. No. And I'm happy. Yes. <laughs> I was hoping and expecting that. Yep. But got something more. Yep. I, uh. <laughs> like a good meal should be. Exactly. Look at yeah. that. Look at that. Just a cherry on top of that Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely expecting a little bit more of like a knives out glass onion vibe kind of. Like sure. a. Like a hip, funny mystery movie. Yeah, I was thinking it was gonna be a lot more thriller, maybe yeah. slashery. I thought it would be a little bit like you know, in the vein of Scream, where it's like, yeah, this is almost a parody of other things. Mm-hmm. But it was very genuine and yeah. very like taken seriously. Yeah, and again, like I feel like all the sadist cooks out there <laughs> will really enjoy. How funny it is, yeah. and the normies of the world, the customers, will be horrified. <laughs> right. Are you on their side or our side? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then, of course, the movie ends with dessert. Yeah. The s'mores. The s'mores. I love that it's the s'mores. Yep. Because we serve s'mores. Yep. 
I love that with a cheeseburger because I love cheeseburgers. That's fair. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind recreating all of the... Well, all of the edible parts of this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd be curious to see, you know, how close I could get, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't really have anything that was too tremendously hard to come by. Right. Um, it would be a little bit expensive to make, but, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, overall, so let's see here. Would you want to do the plate setups too? Or Absolutely. You? Of course you would. Yeah, of course I would. Of course you would. A scale of one to five, let's say. Five being great, one being bad. What do you give this? This movie? Yep. One to five is such a small scale. Yep. Um, I'll allow point fives in there. Like you could do a three point five or a four point five or something. Like right. That. I'm I'm digesting. Hold on. <laughs> I see what you did there. I think there's there's really two ways I would want to go about rating this. Ma. There's like this is a movie, mm-hmm. and then there's a this is a restaurant movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I'm I mean honestly, it's a well made movie. Yeah, and it's a pretty good restaurant movie as well. So, so I'm gonna go with a four. A four? Yeah. I'm I'm bouncing around between three, five, and four. Okay. Three, five, and four, because it's. I'm bouncing all over the <laughs> upper half of this scale. <laughs> yeah. Three, five to four. Um, I, I'm gonna have to watch it again, and which which I think kind of bumps it up to like a four, because not many movies do I watch, and I'm like, I need to see that again. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And. I remember a decent amount of this movie. I've seen Avengers movies where I'm like, this was awesome. Right. It's a really cool movie. I don't remember what I just watched. Yep. <laughs> Could I watch it again? Sure, if someone wants me to. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I mean, yeah. this, you know, I don't know who made this movie. I want to look that up. Mm-hmm. I don't know who wrote it. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it came from. I, I'll probably end up watching some interview stuff on this. Oh, I definitely will. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like the originality. Mm-hmm. I like that it's just like, this is just what it is. Yeah. It's not a cinematic universe of the menu or anything no. like that. No. This is so good. They didn't go into tons of like background on each customer. I was going to say, they, they gave you just enough about each person. They really trimmed the fat on this. Yeah, they really did. <laughs> uh, you know, it was, a, uh, it was a slow burn. Yeah. But the way the flavors unraveled was... Pretty perfect. Uh, it it did dance across the entire palette. Okay. I mean, like I'll put it this so like Gambit's character, right? Yeah, she's obviously a sex worker. Yeah, but they don't ever come out and just say that. No, and I'm so fucking grateful, right? That they don't just come out and say, yeah. Like I mean, it would have been so easy for Beast to just be like, well, maybe I shouldn't have brought a prostitute to dinner. Right, exactly. But they didn't. No, we just fucking get it. And yeah. anyone who doesn't, that's fine. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. It might it's, go over not, some people's heads. Who cares? Right. It's not necessary. You don't need that much salt on it. Right, you know exactly. Yeah. You don't want to overseason anything. Right, too much. exactly. Other restaurant puns. Ah <laughs> 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 oh, man. But so yeah, I wouldn't mind. Uh, Is it because we're chefs and we've worked in? In kind of the the culinary world that we've worked into, and that we like this movie so much, you know that's a good question, and I'm curious if anyone listening has a response to that, or who's seen the movie or who hasn't seen the movie or whatever. You know, is it is it good because we're chefs and we can relate to it mm-hmm. beyond just the well made movie aspect of it, or is it 
universally true. I think we get a lot more out of it because we can understand certain things. Right, like we get like the inside jokes and right. shit, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think we have a stronger opinion about, you know, food mm-hmm. in general than mm-hmm. the average person. Sure. Um, I definitely think it's a different experience because of our line of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that yeah. being said, I feel like most people would probably be able to enjoy parts of it at least. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm sticking with a four. It's a pretty good one. Yeah, I'll, I'll bump up to a four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to watch it again. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I might I might save it for a good, like, a special occasion. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I will happily watch it again. Right, because there is... It, it's one of those movies where there is still some hidden details in there. Yeah. I'm sure. I, I, I got really sucked into it. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure I missed a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, if if anything, just to go back and actually look at like the the menu item descriptions. Oh, absolutely. I was gonna yeah. say the recipes, but it's not quite recipes. But yeah, the description of the menu items. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to I'd like to make a lot of like memes out of this movie. <laughs> I'm sure there are a, a ton. There have to be, but if there aren't, I'm gonna start making some. Sure. <laughs> just the looks that Voldemort gives mm-hmm. throughout the entire thing. Is alone is memes within I mean, itself. They, yeah. Ah oh, man. Oh. But yeah. That's good. Uh. So, if you haven't seen the menu, you should highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Uh. Will it give you the ultimate glimpse into the restaurant world? Certainly not. Mm. But in today's world, you know, the the food media end of things is definitely commodifiable. So, it might make you look at that a little bit differently, right? Yeah, it definitely, I think, gave the um, a little inside look into how the because part of, part of the movie was Voldemort kind of lost his passion, yep. and he even says like, "You basically fancy ass people who don't actually appreciate the art I do ruined the art of what I used to love." Yep. So I think it gives a little glimpse into how that that can happen. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, the moral of the story is overcomplicating things to the point where it's just, I mean, art and food can be similar, but food is probably the only art that you are encouraged to eat. Hmm. Um, And so it's a much different, it really plays with like, all of the senses in a very particular way. Yeah. Uh, and you really can't get that from a lot of other art. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it should be reveled in, but sometimes it gets to the point where it becomes plastic and just for the show of things. Yeah. And it's really about how the food experience affects you as a diner and as a chef mm-hmm. and how what those things mean together. So check it out and uh, keep your eyes open for more on the Less Tasted YouTube channel. We've got some some interesting new things coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those things might be recreating the food from the menu. Who right. knows? Uh, I know we got some taste testing coming up. We definitely got some taste testing coming up. And, and if there's anything the- you'd like to see, let us know. Is there anything you like? Give us a shout out. Like, subscribe. Comment on all the videos if anything, you think they're cool. Anything you'd like us to try? Oh, please, yeah. Please, except for durian. Except <laughs> for durian. 
<laughs> which we might touch on that a little bit next week, mm-hmm. since we've we've both shared the durian experience. We yeah. might we might talk about some things we find to be a little bit gross in yeah. terms of the food world. Uh, but for now, this has been Kitchen Open Late, but the kitchen is now closed, so get the fuck out. Peace. Speaking of Kitchen Open Late, what is this?